0: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts. What's the best way to fish like a local? What if you could book a trip with an experienced local guide with the click of a button? Now you can with Fishing Booker. Now anyone can access enjoyable fishing experiences anywhere. Take the legwork out of setting up that trip and explore more than 30,000 fishing experiences at your fingertips. Just go to fishingbooker.com to get started and book your trip with a local guide. That's fishingbooker.com. Fishing Booker. Fish like a local.
1: Hey, this is Tyler. And this is KC. And you're listening
2: to The Element Podcast. Fall of 2017, a ambitious, slightly ignorant mm-hmm. K.C. Smith hops in the truck with his new hunting buddy, Tyler Jones, and they head north to a state that I'd never stepped foot in. Mm, really? Uh-huh, the state of Kansas. Mm-hmm. And you talked me into going and doing something that didn't really make a lot of sense at the time to me. Just being a cameraman, (laughs) a camera, I don't operate cameras, (laughs) and being a cameraman on a whitetail hunt. And we had access on a couple of little permission places up there that you'd acquired through the years. Um, But we thought public land was kind of cool. So on the road up there and kind of the (sighs) weeks leading up to that. I've been on my map, on Onyx, looking at all the cool places that you can go and hunt, that anybody can go to, anybody. And mm-hmm. I found this one little honey hole. Yeah. I said, Tyler, what do you think about this? He's like, man, there's a 165-inch there's a deer using the drainage <laughs> here, uh, but maybe. We'll talk about it. And we sat in your tree stand a couple of evenings. And then on permission, what's on permission? What's the line? It only took one wind change to end up on, on public land. <laughs> 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 Roll credits, baby. Uh, Roll credits. Uh, nameless. Uh. There it is, dude. Yep. Yeah. Uh, dude, what an epic, epic experience! First of all, guys, if you haven't seen that that video, that's a that's a high quality production film that we did back in fall of 2017, um, that was really awesome. I'll watch it as often as I can on YouTube. (laughs) I'll link to it below, but go check that out. But that's really where uh, I think that Tyler and I took our map scouting to the next level and kind of the thing that really made me feel like, hey, man, like there's something to this. There's something to being able to look at a map, never step foot on a place, and really – and really dissect it and understand where whitetails are going to be where you should set up where you should hunt go kill them and go kill them yeah and we were able to do it on that trip and i think from there like it's just opened a whole new world for us with uh being able to use our onyx app just to i mean how many times have we left and not really known where we're headed and kind of figured it out on the way and it it works out from time to time sometimes there is a little bit of of a learning curve, there's a little bit of stuff you have to go through, and you can never predict everything that's going to happen when you get somewhere. But, man, I think that it is a valuable, valuable skill to be able to look at a map and at least make some decent judgments before you ever get somewhere because yeah. you can eliminate so much country and eliminate so much headache and so much time wasted. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. I mean,
1: you know, thinking back to that nameless hunt, you know, we we decided – based off that wind shift, that we would be better served to go check some public land. And, I mean, we sat—did we sit twice in that same tree?
2: There was three
1: hunts total, I believe. Three hunts. We sat morning. The morning and
2: evening, and the next morning, It was so good. The killed. first time
1: we sat there, we sat there the next evening, and it was—we saw a shooter buck that night, and then the next morning, it happened, and it was a giant, you know? Yeah. And so— I think about that for sure, and and then, you know, honestly, like, uh, a lot of the, we used it so much last year, man. I mean, you talk about starting at the elk hunt, right? Um, I mean, day one, well, you know, day one of the hunt, opening day, we get back to the backcountry in the afternoon. <clears throat> and start filtering water, and there's a bugle fest going up up the mountain going on. You know, it's, at the time, we're getting water, and we're like, okay, let's just get water, and then, then we'll get our stuff together and go. And we end up having an encounter with a gigantic six-by-seven, you know? And it's like, man, we pretty much put Camp right on top of them, you know what I mean? With, yeah, from
2: the maps, and then <laughs> what 16 hours away, straight line driving, yeah, you know, picking out these spots with a little advice from other people, you know, or yeah, whatever yeah. about the unit. But like to go in and pick the spot and go, like, it, it takes, um. Take some confidence, and I'm not telling you this to tell you that we are just the ultimate experts, but we've done this and we've built that confidence. And I think that's that—that's what we're trying to do for everyone who's listening and watching—is help them build that confidence to know that what to look for, what to see on a map, and how to go in there and be aggressive and hunt it.
1: Yeah, and th- and that's a, like you're saying a good point there because there's a lot of people that are going to have different styles of hunting, right? Yeah, that doesn't mean that you can't learn from us, but you may be able to take what you've learned from us and adapt it to your methods. Um, and what our methods are, we have confidence now in our ability to map scout to our method, yes. to the methods of hunting that we use. So, like, it, it helped us, like I said, in the on the elk hunt last year, it helped us on several deer hunts. You know, it uh, allowed me to kill two public land bucks last year and a public land doe um, at places that I had never been before. Um, so, you know, it, it it's definitely feels good to be able to accomplish something like that you know it's, it's right, one man. of those things like you know when I played football you could see your accomplishments come out you know uh, as you matured as you uh, learned and as you got faster and trained harder and you could see these accomplishments come out sometimes day to day sometimes week to week or month to month but um, you know that's something that for a while there you kind of feel unaccomplished and then you start you know learning this new thing called map scouting you know mm-hmm. and and you start to figure that out a little bit and it feels good man and and so what we've tried to do with this map scout challenge is help people to adapt some of the things we've learned to their, to their methods and
2: to become better map scouters.
1: Yes. So we just showed everything. There was nothing held back here, man. Mm-hmm. What um, we're talking
2: about here is the Map Scout Challenge. That's yep. what we're doing. That's what we are releasing on YouTube right now. Uh, and this episode is going to be a little preview, a little height fest about what that's all going to be. Um, guys, this is going to be the most comprehensive analysis of map scouting for public land whitetails that you're going to find on the interwebs yeah. it's it's like do we put a crap ton of work into this yeah. thing like- i
1: feel confident in what you just said too yeah. i mean because i've seen a lot of the stuff i know there's guys that have put stuff out but we literally you know we kept the coordinates on mm-hmm. and that's not to hurt anybody's feelings or burn anybody out or anything of a spot it's to help guys be able to take what we found and look at the map on their own time mm-hmm. and to understand a little better because there's just no way even in 30 and 45 minutes like some of these episodes are that we can answer every question that some some dude might have, right? Yeah. There's going to be questions. So maybe that guy can see those coordinates, punch them into his phone, and go find it out for himself on his app. Yeah, you know so mean?
2: the format of this thing is that on a lot of these places we had coordinates submitted to us of guys who were like, hey, I've never been to this spot. I'd really like to know what you think about it. I'd like to know your take on what it looks like on the ground. So what we did is we looked at those coordinates. We used our Onyx app. We evaluated the spot and then went into the specific areas we thought on foot to go find deer sign and then showed everybody what was there. And then we video, you know, we video that whole thing, that whole sequence there. And then we bring you back, back to the desk portion of things where a lot of map scouting gets done. And then we break down what we saw and apply it to different areas there. And that's kind of how the video is going to go. So Mm -hmm. you'll have like a really exciting portion at the beginning and then more of like a classroom setting at the end. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that... uh, Tyler and I's faces are very exciting things to see, <laughs> but I understand that the classroom part would be more more along the lines of mm, less enthusiastic. Yeah. I'm not going to say boring, but... More educational. If you, more educational, that's right. If you're into learning about this stuff and learning with us then that's, it's going to be super helpful. Yeah. So um, I think with that, I think we're going to probably just kind of give you all a little insight into some of the places that we went mm-hmm. and some of the stuff that we saw, and uh, maybe it'll kind of help you, A, plan your season out if you haven't got all, everything all planned out, and B, kind of give you a little idea of what you're going to see from the Map Scout Challenge.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and what we're going to try to do here, and this is, uh, you know, we the first episode is up right now. It's Kentucky. Um, it's Land Between the Lakes in Kentucky.
2: Pause. Go watch it right now.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Links below in the notes if you want to go watch it. But um, what we, what I'm going to try to do right now is take us through um, each one of these places as we release these. Uh, so in the same order. Now, we still have, honestly, we still have a camera or two, I guess a camera out right now. And I haven't fully edited every single one of these. So there are things that could change in this order. So I just want to kind of preface it with that. But we're going to go ahead and try to go through the order that I would like to release these. Kentucky being first. Um, Casey, Kentucky. Kentucky. Got two minutes and 30 seconds to talk about this okay
2: so kentucky land between the lakes it is a giant piece of public land it is a giant piece of public land that gets a giant amount of pressure yep um in fact we have some very very fresh sign of said pressure that you will see (laughs) in the video most likely um but you're going to have a ton of big woods and you're going to have a little bit of agriculture Mm -hmm. the neat thing about kentucky is it has an early season the earliest pretty much in the eastern states right
1: mm, you know i said that because we were talking about that but there's a few well, other states i
2: think conventional early season right like what's uh, one florida of the opens in august yeah florida's a weird place the carolinas
1: i think open florida in august. has a july yeah
2: too you know so it's a, yeah there, but there's some carolina stuff you can go do but like what you see a lot of guys planning their seasons around, at least, yes. is like the Kentucky. A place to kill a nice deer. In September. Early season. On yeah. beans, I think, is the big thing yeah. that everybody tries to go do. Now, you're going to see in this video that maybe that's not the only way to make it happen. But if you can go somewhere, find some beans, there's a good chance you're going to find some deer. Yeah. We're not going to try to
1: give too many spoilers, but I'm going to give one here. Um, so, just want to be 100% transparent. on X. Uh, and Exodus Trail Cameras were big supporters in this. Yeah. So go support those those uh, um, brands right there if you um, like what we're doing because they supported us. But uh, saying that, our Exodus Trail Camera in Kentucky did get stolen. That's right. And it's unfortunate because we set, we put a trail camera in most of these, and we put a trail camera out, and we've got um, we've got footage. Um, to use to show you what kind of deer in the area and how a spot particularly did but um, and we felt really good about this spot It was on a bean field tons of brows halfway in between two road accesses we felt good about it and it just just didn't uh, didn't keep the guys off the camera it so. did
2: not but one of the two of the good things about the excess show cameras is that guy <laughs> can't use it because That's it right. has a passcode on it, um, so sorry, Mr. Guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And two, uh, Exodus has a pretty legit warranty where they'll cover half the cost on a stolen camera, yeah. so you can go and replace it pretty pretty uh, inexpensively comparatively to other stuff. Exactly.
1: So, so next place we went, Tawakonee, WMA, in Texas.
2: Tawakone, you might hear it, <laughs> but if you're a local Tawakonee, we went to our own backyard. Yep. We had somebody... I don't think who was local actually sent us those coordinates. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was somebody from over in the DF-dub, which uh, you could call local. I don't know. but A Texan. A but Texan. You could drive 14 hours
1: from here and still be in Texas. You That's know right, I mean, so.
2: man. And uh, you might want to drive 14 hours to go hunt this spot.
1: <laughs> it's actually a really, really good spot. We were blown away. We've spent some time here. Um, I've hunted here some, to be honest, and I, tell, I think I say that in the video, but um, – but it gets a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. and so there are definitely a lot of times in the year that I don't want to be over there um so with that said, we put the camera out. we did see people when we put the camera out um but uh actually right where we put the camera out <laughs> but we didn't yeah. uh and we did and there are people that were on our camera as well. But these were kind of recreational types as opposed to, like, hunter types. You I know? do
2: believe that one of those groups was a group of falconers.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Um,
2: so, so that was neat.
1: <laughs> kind of interesting for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but honestly, lots of daylight movement, not far from the road. No. Um, and some decent bucks that could be
2: possibly for
1: sure shooters this mm-hmm. year. You know? And a
2: situation where, like, the map scouting paid off because mm-hmm. there's a – like, a lot of stuff you're going to find in – East Texas is going to be kind of monotonous and kind of difficult to find a spot on map. but man, this is like one of those really rare occasions where there's a good pinch mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, it was yeah. it was
1: great a great uh, job, and what we kind of posed this idea as when we finally went public with it was that people would send us spots, mm-hmm. and for most of these, you know, we got spots or areas sent to us. Um, a few of them we didn't. We had to kind of batch some stuff together so we could get uh, as many of these done as possible on certain trips, but this thing has the potential, this Map Scout Challenge has the potential. We've got several, I mean, this came from a completely different idea. And it's going <laughs> to, we've got other good ideas in the future for this Map Scout Challenge. It's not just um, going to be the same thing every year. So we're really excited about doing this more often. But from Tawakini, we're going to go to the next video releasing. And these are not necessarily in the order we, we did these in. Uh, we actually did the, the physical scouting in, but this is the order we're releasing in. So this is uh, Ulaga, WMA, and Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, I uh, wasn't there for this trip, and yep. uh, but I did help you do a little map scouting and whatnot. It looks pretty crazy up there.
1: Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of land. Um, I think there's some good potential to get in some big deer. There's a lot of deer. Actually, the trail camera... Did pretty well. There yeah. wasn't any giants on there, but there was uh, some nice bucks. And I didn't, dude, I hung that trail camera like 170 yards off the road. I mean, and, and my buddy Wes was with me, so I didn't want him to have to go all the way in some of these places real far, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, most of my spots that I picked out on the map were flooded out. Yeah. I think almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to like, we spent the first three to four hours that morning uh, going to spots and going, well, this road is not necessarily that this road is flooded, but it was flooded five days ago and Mm -hmm. it's slickered and, you know, snot. So, um, anyway, great opportunity. I think there, um, we didn't get to do exactly what we wanted there, but we still ended up with some good results on the trail camera. And I think it's going to be a pretty exciting one to watch. Um, there's a lot of tags you can get in Oklahoma. A lot of deer tags. Yes, for sure. Um, the next one we're going to release we're looking to release is Mark Twain, National Forest in Missouri. Just a little place out in Missouri. <laughs> a little
2: place, like 3.1 million acres, I think. Something like that. You know, not not billions, but millions for sure. <laughs> yep. um, dude, um, what a surprise that place really was yep. for me. Um, first of all, just a beautiful area. I think of Missouri as kind of the south and kind of like I was toilet. You know, like it's just <laughs> sitting on top of it. You know what I mean? Yep. But, um, that that's a cool spot yeah it's a neat place lots of hills no agriculture in the national forest you know you're just you're hunting deer the way deer have been doing stuff there for forever
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it was very neat uh one of the buggiest places i've ever been man yeah i mean maybe it was just that day a particular time of year and everything but goodness there were ticks so bad Mm -hmm. um and, and just, like you can hear several times in this video, mosquitoes buzzing around our mic. That's like how bad it is, you know. Yeah,
2: we went definitely went to the Mosquito Fest area down in there. Yeah, we um, did. One of the things that you'll find in places like Missouri that have more liberal gun seasons and just quite a few hunters is that pressure's a real deal there, and you're going to have to go and do things that people don't want to do to go mm-hmm. find deer. We still have a camera soaking there that's, that's going to get picked up soon. So yeah. um, pretty excited to see... What happens with that? Yeah, area? me
1: too. We got it in a, a good spot. It's also kind of a spot that it could get stolen, so I'm a little bit worried about that. Um, but there was a there was a spot we really wanted to put it and decided to keep scouting a little bit longer. It's one of those things where you're like, well, we're kind of back mm-hmm. towards the truck now. Let's just put it here. It's a good spot too, you know. But there was a really good spot that we could have put it over a scrape that uh, was a summertime scrape, you know. Yeah. Some, from there, we go not far, um, at least in state-to-state uh relevance
2: to kansas this is a place i didn't get to make it either you yep. kind of did this little loop of a trip yep. with a west up there and yep. uh man kansas is uh it's kind of an intriguing state for a lot of people because it's kind of hard to go hunt there you know, the thing is
1: that oolaga in oklahoma is not far from this place in kansas yeah. um so same type of deer little different bag limits or you know quite a bit different bag limits that could uh you know, could affect the overall quality of deer mm-hmm. for sure. But at the same time, like those deer, the same, you know, skeletal makeup and yeah. that kind of thing. So they've got the potential to, to, to be good, but, uh, you know, you're going to have a few less deer probably shot there in
2: Kansas. Yeah. Uh, Which however, means a lot of times an older age class and that's why Kansas yeah. is renowned as pretty, pretty good state to yeah, go
1: on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so anyway, this, this particular WMA, I don't even know what the WMA was named, but, um, it was right next to the town of Caney, Kansas. And it's, um, it's a cool place, you know, I don't think you can get way back on it necessarily because there's a pretty good road system right there out of town. Uh, but I think that uh, talking to Wes, there's some big deer there. Yeah. So pretty, pretty cool. Pretty interested. Um, you know, I didn't get, actually got, uh, our trail camera got messed with there. Um, and we didn't, uh, it, it, but it, it took pictures almost the whole time. And, uh, we had one good half rack 10 point. Uh, he had he had shed antler, but, um, a couple little baskets and that kind of thing. But, uh, another deal where I didn't want to put Wes too far back and too hard a situation to get the camera. So uh, I think there's opportunity there for sure. Um, the next place we go to KC is the first place that we did the map scout
2: challenge. Dude, what a hot fest that was, <laughs> Dude, man. it was
1: cool. It was it's, a cool place. Yeah,
2: dude. Lake Whitney here in Texas, which is a piece of core land that has a lot of potential. Um, it's in an area of Texas where your <clears throat> body size on your whitetails might be the smallest that you're going to probably find uh, outside of, like, Florida. But uh, they're still going to have good size antlers. The really intriguing thing about this place is, A, it's a ton of land. B... You might be able to go shoot a deer, a hog, and a turkey all on the same trip. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wildlife then there, pull man. out
1: your shotgun and shoot some ducks. That's right. We you know saw ducks I mean? on the river. They were everywhere, and pull man. out
2: your fly rod and catch some sand <laughs> bass. <laughs> Dead
1: gummit. Talk about casting blasts. I
2: know it, dude. <clears throat> yeah, really good. Like, you want to talk about opportunity. First of all, Texas, you can kill a ton of deer. Yeah. Uh, hogs are unlimited. Mm-hmm. You can kill a bunch of turkeys compared to other states. Mm-hmm. And then you can shoot ducks in catch fish all in the same spot like that's opportunity yeah. man you you need seven coolers when you're headed home from there
1: you it would be a cool place for sure to, to uh spend a week you know camping and, yeah. and that kind of thing and we saw i mean we saw turkey tracks a lot yeah a lot like in a few particular places especially mm-hmm. we saw a ton of turkey tracks
2: and i do believe that um i don't know on the turkeys but i'm pretty sure that this place is archery only maybe even for turkeys so um you might really cut down on some of the pressure that you're gonna find there because not everybody in Texas is a bow hunter. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it it's uh, pretty intriguing because of that as well. Yeah.
1: This place is actually not too far from us, mm-hmm. uh, where we live. So it's like kinda one of those places we might have to go check out sometimes. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it just depends. It's like one of them deals, man, you got so many opportunities here in the US to do cool things, you know, and sometimes you gotta you don't have time to do them all. So yeah. Uh, The next place that we're going to visit in this YouTube series is uh, another place about the same distance from home, probably. And that is Ouachita National Forest in Oklahoma.
2: That might be my favorite one that we did. Um, We didn't see the big bucks or anything on this trip, per se. And we actually didn't hang a trail camera because I believe we were 27 miles from a yellow striped road mm-hmm. uh we went down county roads and then two tracks for 27 miles i think it was to get to where <sighs> it we were took forever it took a long time they're getting Ty my truck so back
1: hungry. in there <laughs> i was a little bit worried because i just you know i i was just like man we were some of these roads are definite like jeep and four-wheeler type yeah. roads and i had a full-size truck
2: in there and it, yeah. just, i'm just like man. I'm but gonna... you want to talk about potential to go and kill some deer uh, we saw quite a few deer um we found some legit situations where deer are using terrain specifically in ways that are patternable, mm-hmm. with saddles and bowls and things like that. We uh, found some cons- consistency in bedding, especially with bucks, because we pretty sure we jumped two different bucks. May have saw a giant black bear, unsure it was black. either Sasquatch or black bear,
1: dude. <laughs> I'm thinking more of a squatch, man. (laughs) This thing was getting it. It was scary, dude. It was scary. Yeah. Um, We saw a ton of black bear sign, though. We did. Yeah. Or squatch sign. I'm not sure which one, but it was one of those things. It was some kind of big mammal sign, you know. Yeah. Uh, But
2: either way, it's just that was a place that I've kind of dreamed about a lot because it's kind of accessible for us, but it's kind of intimidating too because it's like, man, can we actually go up there and see deer and shoot deer, like? it just feels like it's just a mountains of nothing. Yeah. Yeah, But there's some definite potential there. Yeah, for
1: sure. sure. I think the elevation would help us to get on, you know, help us get on deer. Uh, But yeah, that one's going to be an exciting one to watch. I think, um, especially for a lot of our Texas friends who might dream of going to Oklahoma and get some extra tags, purchasing
2: a not very expensive out of state license. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, The next place we're going to visit in this series is we're going to take ourselves back to Kentucky, the Kentucky trip, uh where we got to hang out with our uh friends Anthony and Old Brian Old Brian Sean O'Brien um this is Tennessee land between the lakes
2: so just south of uh the bluegrass state there yeah um not quite as early of a season but just as big a bucks yeah. right yeah uh, found pawpaws, <clears throat> <clears throat> which was like a life moment for me really. <laughs> yeah i've been thinking about pawpaws for a long time Yeah, i want to go back there and harvest some one of these days I th- can you harvest a pawpaw or do you just pick them
1: uh well i think uh if you watch the jungle book then you're picking pawpaws they have pawpaws in the jungle book he sings a song about it does he really yeah i think it's in the bare necessities
2: oh that oh yeah he does say something about, pawpaw. something about picking pawpaws or something well how does that work i don't know they got some weird continent stuff going on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Back to the mascot Challenge. So, but uh they, we saw a lot of deer in Tennessee.
1: Yeah, yeah. There were lots of deer. Um I think it's uh you know, a world record came from there. Like yeah. uh it's a cool opportunity again on a huge area there at Land Between the Lakes. Um I think you're gonna see a lot of people hunting around there, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, could be a cool cool deal. Um that's gonna be Later in this series, um, because we probably were trying to focus more on um, like where we set the camera for Tennessee was a for sure like rut travel pinch.
2: Yes.
0: And
1: so, you know, Anthony actually pulled the card and left the camera and re upped the card. Good. I
2: was hoping he did. Yeah.
1: So we might try to get a little more, another run through there as it gets closer to season before we have to release this video. Um, to see what else has come through there, but it was uh, not very good pool uh, from summertime stuff because, so, and as we kind of expected that, you know? yeah,
2: we kind of expected that. But I think what's important to me is to see how deer use the area and make sure implications are right. And we we kind of assumed where trails were, we assumed where the deer's route right of travel would be, and I think that camera proves that. So now we just really need. To swap the does for bucks mm-hmm. which will happen yeah during the run i mean
1: it's a spot it had rubs and stuff up yeah. and through there big white
2: oak trees i yep. mean it's everything that you want man yeah
1: it's a it's a for sure spot you know so we thought we would talk a little bit more about that in this episode as opposed to the early season stuff in kentucky on that trip that we took um you know, the last, uh, we've got two more here that we did, and the second and last one is going to be Davy Crockett National Forest here in Texas, which is a big another big chunk, chunk of land. So.
2: I got lost there one time whenever I was uh, <laughs> a freshman in college. Really? Yep, I was uh, driving to go see a girl, and <laughs> got I was, it was actually before Onyx, you know. So, yeah, like, that's I, why you I was, lost. I was, I was, You didn't, didn't know, know where I didn't stood. know where I was <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyways, uh, that was a cool spot, man. Um, yep. We... Saw a lot of deer sign. Mm -hmm. We saw a lot of hog sign, like you expect. And, um, you know, we kind of turned a new leaf on hogs. Like, for a long time, they were kind of annoying, but sometimes you just have to accept them. And uh, now I'm just about ready to rip some (laughs) hogs. Yeah, for real. So uh, I think if you're a hunter who wants some opportunity, there's opportunity there for sure. And I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe that you might be able to pick up an extra doe tag down there. I don't... Don't take me for regulation, but mm-hmm. if you're interested, go check that out.
1: Yeah. There was, um, actually, the sign kind of blew us away. Um, we hung two trail cameras there, and uh, we're I think we were on the back side of the sign that we found. Yeah. You know what I mean? Texas is so weird, uh, The the uh, especially in some of the East Texas stuff. It's like the rut can get so strung out, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, fresh sign from... A week or two ago might be the very end of it because we started getting close to when they were going to shed. Yeah, at that time and that of year. was
2: green up too, so those yeah. deer are shifting to what they're eating. And you I know? think
1: they shifted on us a little bit uh, because we hung a couple of trail cameras: one more for hogs, and one for, uh, in an area where there was a waller and a spring, mm-hmm. and then uh and another one is on a scrape that was f- pretty freshly worked. Yeah, and we did not get a buck on
2: camera. Man, how weird is that? That's it's weird. We got quite a few dogs we actually
1: we've come to expect that a lot of you guys are gonna to listen to that and be like that is super weird. We've come to expect that if we're hunting in East Texas like we may not see a buck you know what I mean yeah and um, that's
2: that's the nature of the beast down there I, mean, yeah. I think that that probably goes to show you that there's definitely some pressure there and we saw signs of that pressure yeah. you know like man when you live in a place where uh, so much emphasis is put on the buck and people shooting bucks and they let you shoot little tinies. Uh, and then you don't get to shoot one until they're bigger than 13 inches wide. Mm-hmm. Then a lot of little tiny's get shot and they don't get to grow to be mm-hmm. bigger bucks.
1: But we had quite a few deer on camera still. Yeah. Like we set up on a good area to, to shoot deer. And this isn't necessarily, you know, this is a map scout challenge. It's not the fine big buck challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of people that you have been talking with on social media and stuff lately about uh, that are getting into hunting, you know. yeah, and It's like, man. This is a great place to go shoot a doe, you know. If you want to go or sit a right pig, with this kid, dude. Or a pig. We were just
2: talking. We had pork wild hog spaghetti for supper. It might be the it best spaghetti so I've good. made in
1: a while. It was so good, man. <laughs> uh, there's also turkeys there. Yes. So uh, that you know, turkeys make for pretty good table fare as well. They do. They um, do. So anyway, cool place. Uh, definitely worth checking out. You know, and a lot of this stuff, you, you we go and we set a camera, and you're eliminating you're eliminating stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, and like we talked at the beginning. We've had our successes. We've figured out some stuff that, that match up with our hunting style. But that does not mean that you're going to do it every time. There are guys that will tell you they've got it figured out and they can do it every time. And they are lying to you. So don't <laughs> believe them. Uh, even just,
2: uh, even our guest next week, uh, <clears throat> Tony Treach, doesn't kill something every time. Dude,
1: and this At guy. At least 80% I, If you If you ask anybody that's anybody in the industry, that knows Tony Treach and they they will tell you how for real this He's dude is. He's the killer of killers. He is for real. Yeah. So uh our last video, as far as we know, that's going to release <laughs> in this series, is going to be
2: Illinois Shawnee National Forest. Yeah. Is
1: this the second biggest place we went to?
2: I believe that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's the second biggest. If you if you talk about. You know, under the name of a national forest, Shawnee is 280,000 acres. Is that 289, right? 289,000 yep. acres. Um, so there's at least 289 big, big bucks on this place. That's right. Is that how it goes? Yeah. yeah. Booners, probably. Yeah. Boons. Girls, um, Boons. Girls, um, but, Boons. Um, man, this place was tough. Yeah. Um, Illinois kind of has that big buck thing. We're not in Pike County, though. We're like everybody hears about, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Bill Jordan. But, um uh, I think there's potential for some good deer there. And honestly, we kind of, to use a term we don't like to use very often, we kind of grinded it out on this place, mm-hmm. map scattered our way around, and it took us a little while to finally find a place that we were like, okay, this has got some potential. Yeah. But we found a spot. Yeah. We did. Um, we figured out that we didn't want to be actually down near the river mm-hmm. as much. Or it's right on the Mississippi right there. And uh, then we moved our way up. Found a spot that we really liked, but it actually had a ton of pressure.
1: Yeah. So we had to go. We think it was private land pressure. Yeah, or so. at least
2: accessing for private yeah, land. They were private. set on for public.
1: Yeah, but it's like we're gonna hunt this field deer moving to this private field mm-hmm. because the only timber is on yeah. public.
2: Passed up some chanterelles. Didn't How? know what they were. What
1: when we were we could have sold them. Man, we could have paid for all our gas. Let me tell you tree. something.
2: I want to eat one real bad. I, we can sell them next year. I want to eat some. Your boy Brian Coke had some recently. I, I think those might have been jack Well, his last name is Coke. It so. is, dude. It is. <laughs> Who knows what they were. <laughs> That's right, man. But uh, we ended up finding a really cool spot that um, actually the Onyx thing helped us out a ton on because it looks like – That when you drive up, it looks like it might be private, Mm -hmm. but it is right on the border or whatever, and it is—it's a cool spot, man.
1: Yeah, Uh, I think
2: I'm ready to see what that camera. I'm going to be
1: disappointed if there's not like a good three to four year old buck that shows up on there a couple times.
2: Illinois doesn't have an early season, but that doesn't mean you can't use beans to your advantage, especially when you're camera scouting. Mm -hmm. This place that we were on had like probably a I don't know sixty acre bean patch that was kind of long and slender, Mm -hmm. and we followed the border of that bean patch, like almost all the way to the back corner, before we found the place where the deer were accessing. And you kind of had the hypothesis on this. Like, you you always talk about how deer want to be as far from a road as they can be. Mm-hmm. And they kind of have a threshold of, like, if they can get a certain distance from the road, they don't mind if cars drive by. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly <clears throat> what we saw here. There were deer, like, there was a deer highway in the back of these beans mm-hmm. back here. We yep. didn't get to go actually look at the brows on the beans, but we had our binos with us, so you can actually. You know, kind of look and see where the deer have been eating, and they are definitely eating there. Mm-hmm. And we lined up a really old Forest Service 2 track and crossed that on the deer trail, so kind of expect to get deer going both directions there. And like you were saying, that camera is going to sit for a while, mm-hmm. we should have something on, yeah.
1: There. I hope so, man. Um, yeah, you know, I honestly hope it doesn't have a person steal it too. It's yeah. one of those ones, you know, we hung it up pretty high, but uh. You know, it's just it's it's just in a spot, man. That like, you know, it's it's uh it's at the back of that field, but it's also it's not like terribly far in there. You know yeah. what I mean? So, it's uh I just feel weird now because some of these big national forests in places you know near populations have we've had some cameras tampered with. You know, so yeah. Um, but it's, that's
2: that's part of the deal. And there's some things <clears throat> that you can do to kind of circumvent that. Like we we hung that camera high, Um and one of the things that we really started trying to do, uh, and Jake uh, from Excess Trail Cameras kind of helped us with this idea, but you don't always have to hang the camera on the trail. You can step back a couple trees and still have that thing point to the trail and take pictures. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, like if somebody's scouting deer and they're walking along this trail, they don't look up and see your camera. It's, mm-hmm. you know, seven, eight, 10 feet off the trail right there. Right. You, and that's kind of what we did there. Yeah. So um, I expect there to be something really good if that thing makes it
1: me too dude yeah um i hope there is man because uh you know that we we decided to throw this together <laughs> i say that uh, but we decided to put this whole thing together and actually attempt it um like in february or january i guess so you know we're like running up against the clock with deer shedding and stuff like that Their their antlers and so like we did as many in the spring as quickly as possible and then that way we could have like a month out with the cameras before the spring or before mm-hmm. they shed antlers. And then, uh, you know, obviously went back in this summer. in um, I guess, you know, whenever that was that we started doing that late May or whatever, June and did some uh, for the summertime as deer are going through velvet and that kind of thing, which the summertime is just tough, especially in the south. And we spent a lot of time in the south, you know, so um, but. I mean, overall, learned a ton. It was super it was super fun. a lot of it. Um, you've probably heard me talk about how uh, much work it has been. I mean, it's it's been a lot of keeping up with footage, being organized, um adding in all kinds of maps. we've We've done tons of map recording and that kind of thing. So yeah,
2: let's touch on that a little bit. you'll yeah. you'll get to actually see. Like our thought processes at work as we're dissecting these maps. So we do screen recordings on our phones as we are out scouting this stuff. That way you can see kind of what we're marking, what we're looking at, terrain features and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff in real time instead of like two dudes sitting at a desk just telling you about it. Right. You know, and and I think uh, I tried to approach this. From the idea of like, okay, what would help me if I'm trying to figure it out? What do mm-hmm. I want somebody else to show me? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I want to see. I want to see those screen recordings. I want to see those map dots. I want to see the the uh, the coordinates of where you're at. That mm-hmm. way, guys, if you want to, you can pause your video on our map on our screen recording, punch in the coordinates, and do it with us yeah. on your phone because we leave the coordinates there for you to check out.
1: Yeah, yeah, for for sure, man. We want we wanted this to be as helpful as possible. Uh, especially the guys who are newer to this. Um, so if this is something that, like, you're going to watch or whatever, or if you've already gone and watched the Kentucky one when we told you to, uh, thank you. And uh, make sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. I'm sure most of you guys are at this point, uh, but just make sure you, if you haven't, then you subscribe because you'll be able to see these Um, as they come out, you'll be notified when they come out. And so we're going to release these uh, every week. We're going to try to make sure that these come out. I'm doing everything within my power right now to make sure that they release (laughs) on Tuesdays every week from here on out. That's
2: right, man. Until Um, until what, like the first week of October? Yeah, it'll be October, I think. Yeah, Yeah. so we have a lot of that stuff coming out. And then I (laughs) do believe kind of as season starts to ramp up and we're getting close, there's actually another video series that I'm probably just as hype about. Yeah, we need out. to,
1: we need to, uh, you and I off air need to talk about when we're going to start releasing that. But um, yeah, me too, because those are, and we talked about this on the main show um, recently, but yeah, the hot public, public land, land hotspots. Spots. Yeah. yeah. And so um, <clears throat> just like some super short videos that'll give you a tip on some of the things we use when we go out of state, you know. I kind of like was thinking about this, like, I'm thinking, man. You know, are we giving away too much, you know, like are people going to end up coming and finding the spots and hunting all the deer out of these areas that we, we, uh, typically find deer, you know, are we yeah. giving too much of our style away and this and that, ah. uh, because and, and, you know, I know I, I, I was just, I had that we thought in my mind. Improvise,
2: <laughs> adapt and overcome. <laughs> That's right.
1: Get better, baby. Um, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's. I kind of am like, man, are we idiots because nobody's done it like this before? Nobody else is, has done it this in in depth and in detail yeah. before. And does that make us, you know, is that just be, the, reason we do it, or the reason we're the reason we doing it? Is that because, you know, we just don't know any Dude, better? Dude, the
2: good thing is is that um, what we're doing is not like the uh, West Coast offense or it's not like uh, – what's that weird offense where the quarterback goes out and plays receiver in the um, – um, um, wildcat. Yeah, wildcat. It's not the wildcat to where – People figure it out, and then you lose. Like mm. people can figure out how we have success, and we can just all have success. There you go. You know what I mean?
1: I hope so, man. So, I, I hope think so. it's gonna
2: be. I think it's gonna work out well for everybody. Just yeah. uh, don't try to snipe our actual spots. We will. We will come find you. So, <laughs> yeah, that's <right>. we, will, <laughs> just we will snipe you, <laughs> uh, guys. If you are listening to this for the first time, you're interested in <laughs> the Mep's got Challenge, and you have subscribed, share with your friends. Um, yes, please, man. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be frank with you guys. Tyler and I are trying to find a way. where we can dedicate as much of our time to doing this type of thing that we can and what that what i'm really trying to say is we're trying to find a way to make a little meager living doing this stuff being able to love what we do and still make sure our our families have you know bread and beans at night to eat Mm -hmm. so um, the way you're going to help us do that is subscribing to our youtube channel sharing this with your friends and telling everybody about it and Head over to our website and buy a shirt or something. Yeah. If you if you if you feel like it. If you don't, we don't hold it against you. But sure. Um, <clears throat> support support us that way. If <clears throat> if you do feel so inclined. And support uh, the brands right. that have
1: that have supported us. That's on X and Exodus on this series. Um, and by when I say that, you know, um, you don't have to you know spend a ton of money with them or whatever. If you if you you don't have it to spend or you don't necessarily want that, but just go to their social media and be like, hey saw the cameras on the elements map scout challenge, you know, super interesting. Can I chat with you guys guys. or whatever? Yeah. Cool stuff, whatever. Um, just let them know that you saw, you saw their stuff, you know, and that, that just lets them know that they, uh, that we're trying hard to make sure that they, they find value in what we're doing and that you guys are finding value in what we're doing as well. And it just means a ton to us. I I mean, I can't, I can't tell you, I, I haven't talked about this a whole lot in a long time, but you know, I, I, uh, I toured in a couple bands for basically a decade and, you know, struggled, struggled, man. And, uh, I am still kind of chasing the dream and, uh, that's kind of, we're blessed to be in America and be able to do that kind of thing, you know, even as crazy as things are right now. Um, but we're, we're so blessed just to be able to chase, chase the dream. And Casey and I are kind of on the brink of living that dream, but, uh, we definitely need some help to get over the hump and we appreciate Love you guys so much for, for uh, the support that you guys give us and the views, uh, the comments, the commentary towards anything that we're doing, pretty much. Yeah, so. we
2: appreciate a ton. All those shares and just anything, you know, the words of encouragement, man. We appreciate those um, so much. Mm-hmm. And if you are interested in becoming a part of the Map Scout Challenge, Send us some coordinates. We're gonna go ahead and start getting these stuff together. Yeah. We're gonna make a file. Um, you know, of course, hunting season's coming up right now, mm-hmm. and all—I mean, all of our efforts will be focused in on trying to kill some some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Right after deer season, we're going to ramp this thing up probably quicker than we did last year because we're going to get you know that uh, late-season scouting and stuff done. So go ahead and start sending us coordinates. Guys, if you have a place that you either want our opinion on or a place that you've never been to that you maybe want us to go investigate, uh, we assume that next season we'll be doing something at least similar to this for the Map Scout Challenge as well. I foresee the Map Scout Challenge lasting a while because – Quite honestly this was a lot of fun to do oh, yeah. it was a lot of work mm-hmm. Tyler's put a ton of work in on the editing so y'all be sure and give him an extra extra hand whenever you see cool stuff happen um, but um, anyways uh, i I like the Mascot challenge man yeah. I'm glad it's a thing
1: it's it's you know the editing has has been overwhelming at times but really uh, truly very an exciting project to edit because so much is going on you yeah. know what I mean so uh, it's not just your typical uh, East Texas hang on public land where we saw three does. And I'm going to try to make that happen in two and a half minutes on a video. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, uh, it's been a, it's been a lot more fun than that for sure. Um, but like we said, we appreciate you guys a ton, appreciate everything that you guys have done for us. It means the world that we get to, uh, Chase our dreams and chase big deer, which are really mainly our, our dream. Big deer is our is our de- is our dream. Yeah. But yeah, this thing uh, definitely might uh, even reach out into some western states and that kind of thing. So send us points. Oh yeah, know if that you if in you in Montana, us, yeah,
2: yeah, send us places that you want uh, that we want to go. Too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you got something that's you know like uh, I don't know, uh, Key deer. Yeah, key, I, would key go, deer. I would go look at deer. I would, I would key do deer, that. You know? you know what about like um. On the Kenai Peninsula. Speaking of keys, yeah, you know, I might yep. have to go Map Scout there. That would be cool. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, I would even settle for like, you know, the Taylor River in Colorado. Yeah, you
1: know, we like, could definitely see if there's whitetails there. Yes. You know? But yeah. the thing is, this, you know, this this thing might morph into some other things for sure. Some mm-hmm. different species and that kind of thing. Uh, we're working on different things right now in regards to that. But uh, the if you send us a spot, it will be public. So just yeah. know that. Keep that in and mind. we have told everybody mm-hmm. uh, that sent us spots, hey, this is going to be public. Are you cool with it? Yeah. From this point on, just consider it. Uh, we're not going to probably just message you individually. If you send us something, it's going to be public. Yeah. So it, hopefully it's a spot that you think is cool that you, you know that you'll really never get to, yeah. you know, and unless uh, – you know, we see a giant, and then you're going to go in there and chase him or whatever, and <laughs> hey, spend the money and time.
2: Real quick, um, we we've got a ton of help from a lot of our friends uh, doing the Matt Scott Challenge, so we appreciate that. You know, uh, O'Brien and uh, O'Brien. Anthony, O'Brien and, <laughs> and and Anthony and Jake and Kyle Wes. and Wes and uh, so I wanted to uh, give a plug for our our actually just an element follower who reached out and offered to help us because we need a little help with something. Uh, our friend Kyle, uh, Kyle Hankins, he's, he's actually started a podcast called the blue collar hunting camp. So if you're into guys from the South, sitting around hanging out and, and talking about hunting, uh, go check them out. Kyle's going to help, help us out with some trail camera stuff. So Kyle, we really appreciate you, man. Thanks. Thanks for doing that for us.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, big thanks to our friends all of them for doing that and in when KC said send us a, a map dot you can also uh with that map dot kind of volunteer yourself to help us get cameras and right. stuff <laughs> like that you know like if you're like hey come check this place out in Michigan and we're like well we can't go hang a camera and then go back to Michigan yeah. you know you might you might could uh, offer to help or whatever and we will take any uh help that we can get when we decide to go somewhere if, if you guys are up for that uh we really love the community aspect of this thing you know KC talks about it and he's like man it was you know this is a little insight into what we talk about but he's like man you know what it, we just can't do business like a lot of people do business you know like we're just going to become friends with these people you yeah. know what I mean yeah. so it's, it's it's inevitable we just cannot we just can't help it you know we just we care about people and uh we enjoy we enjoy that community aspect so hopefully we can all just create this big huge community brand that's uh A lot of fun and everybody kinda gets a little bit of involvement here and there. So maybe one day there'll be like a hundred thousand dudes walking in the woods at the same time on We're gonna gonna kill a bunch of that in Mark Twain. There's probably enough room for 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 us. So anyway, yeah, we're gonna kill a bunch of pigs. But uh in the meantime, guys, thanks for listening. Uh we've got a lot of content coming your way this week and that includes videos, that includes uh podcasts. Uh, we're still doing the elk series. We've still got our regular show and that kind of thing. And we're really gearing up here pretty quick uh, to do the to, to actually go elk hunting. And then it's uh, and maybe even deer hunting. So uh, it's it's getting it's getting to the point where uh, for us with as much stuff as we've got rolling out right now, um, it's getting tough. And we're going to have to like be wise with the way we pack and when we do it and how quickly we're prepared for this stuff. So. Uh, and i know a lot of you guys are feeling the same way with work and stuff like that and getting back to normal schedules after COVID and that kind of thing so should be wise of your time and uh, get your stuff packed up in in plenty of time to go do these cool hunts this this fall also remember this is your
2: element living it
0: I've been telling you guys about land.com to help you find a place to call your own and do all the hunting and fishing and hanging with the family that you want. While owning your own piece of land is something that can generate memories, I can speak to this personally because my family, we own a couple small, beautiful little backcountry parcels. It can also generate income in both the near and long term, like starting a rental business slash family compound that can benefit both this and future generations. Check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is the place to find and invest in your open space. Are you looking for relentless performance for your firearms? If so, Riptide Armory is the ultimate destination for superior gun cleaning and protection. Riptide Armory offers American-made, innovative products out of Arvada, Colorado. Whether it's the delicate finish of a collectible or the rugged exterior of a tactical weapon, you can clean without risk of damage. Visit RiptideArmory.com and discover the difference true quality can make for your firearms. Riptide Armory, a veteran-founded business.